welcome to the Young Hair Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Wayne Young. I'll summarize all the latest and best proven advances and advice for you to get the most out of your hair restoration. Each episode, I'll cover the most common questions about hair restoration and also the best ways to get the most out of your procedure. I keep it real easy, so let's get started. And hello everyone, so we've got a great show today. We're going to talk about the future of hair loss treatments and hair transplants. So imagine hair restoration 2.0. This is really interesting and research has shown that there's 16% of men between the ages of 18 and 29 who experience balding, whereas 53% of men between the ages of 40 and 49 experience balding. And scientists ex- in America estimate 50% of women and 85% of men in the US will experience balding in their lifetime. So hair loss is a big thing and we need to treat it well, we need to diagnose it well and then obviously with hair restoration procedures with FUE we need to get it done as well as possible. We're going to talk about exosomes today, we're going to talk about hair banking, hair cloning, we're going to talk about genetic tests such as trico tests which I do all the time and we're going to talk about artificial intelligence and how we can harness this power for diagnostic and also treatment purposes possibly now and possibly in the future. So let's get started. So what are exosomes? So exosomes have been around for around 30 years but have only become really popular and having cosmetic industry manufacturers and companies excited in the last four to five years. They're basically microparticulate, microcellular messenger particles at least a thousand times smaller than your cells that communicate and carry cargo to communicate between different cells and to cause different interactions between different cells. So very interesting exosomes. Not too sure how they will fit in with hair restoration right now. Obviously we we hope to find a particular type of exosomes that will work And then obviously you need to deliver these exosomes safely and carefully. And then they obviously need to work. So let's keep an eye out on that. And I'll definitely let you know when these become available and they're safe and work thoroughly in Australia. Hair banking. So what is hair banking? Essentially it's taking hair follicles, let's say 100 hair follicles, and then storing them in liquid nitrogen so that you have a high concentration of stem cells which can be used and reproduced in the future and assist you with your hair restoration in the future. There's two companies that I know that do it, one's in the United Kingdom and one's in America. And then there's hair cloning, so I get asked all the time, Doc, when is hair cloning coming? Can't we just clone the follicles and get them in? So 
And I always say to my patients, this would be fabulous because then obviously we, we don't need to do part one of our operation. Because as of now, we've got the extraction and we've got the implantation phase of FUE hair transplants. So you can imagine if we just took our 20 follicles, sent them off to a company, they cloned them and gave me a specific subtype and subsets of follicles that are going to be perfect for my patient's restoration procedure. That's going to be outstanding because all then I need to do is to implant these follicles. And then the procedure overall will be like three hours. Just amazing. So I'm not too sure when it's going to happen. And I've spoken to some colleagues around the world and they believe it'll be at least 10 years. We move on then to trica test. So trica test is a buckle swab, basically a swab from the inside of your cheek. Then it, it gets sent off to the laboratory at GX Sciences in Austin, Texas. And they take about two weeks to then send me the results. And it's a very, very thorough test to look at all the features that are important for hair loss, such as inflammation, vasodilation, the androgen sensitivity. And they, the important thing about this test is it's going to tell me what medication will work optimally with the patient. And we're not going to waste time and use this medication and this formulation and there's no real response. So I'm really fine-tuning the medication for the particular patient rather than just giving something off the shelf and hoping it's going to work and then wasting this one year or two years. So really, really important. It only takes about five minutes. The assessment, the consultation and the explanation is all part of the consultation for the TRICA test. So if you'd like to have some more information, please contact me. In terms of artificial intelligence, it's something we're all hearing about. And there's certainly many, many uses in medicine that's been happening over the years from x-ray and mammography assessment to histopathology assessments. And the most important thing is how to use this technology as best as it can be to really maximize the assessments or the planning or the treatment. So I've used Chrysalix, which is a Swiss company, which basically entails taking five photos of a patient and then the technology morphs these images together and I get a model of the patient where I can turn vertically and horizontally and at an angle. I then can assess the symmetry, the balance and any discrepancies in either side and very, very easily show my patients that, hey, your cheeks are a little bit flat or your chin. Can you see your chin's a little bit recessed? We need to bring that chin forward and it would balance your face. And I can actually do it on screen because the technology allows me to do it. So that's Chrysalix. Then this is, I think, really, really great planning for pre-planning of cosmetic treatments such as rhinoplasty and dermal fillers. With hair restoration, unfortunately, there's not many great 
technologies out there that right now that can assess a patient's hair, their donor, how many follicles, how many follicles are needed, what the, will the patient look like, what would the hairline look like with 2,000 follicles, 3,000 follicles, etc. So I'm always searching for great technology and if we find something great, we'll definitely be using it. In terms of the technology for hair restoration, well, for, for follicular unit extraction, I use a multi-phase device which allows me to really tailor the particular phases of extraction from cutting the skin to where the punch goes deeper in the skin and then allowing me to really adjust these features and also the different types of punches. There's many types of different punches so that with different patients' scalps and different types of hair thicknesses, the eye can really, really match the extraction phases and technology so that I'm getting these follicles as carefully out as possible. And this is really, really important. The technology that we use is so advanced and so changing from the previous years of 10 years ago where we used to do manual extraction with a little punch and let me tell you there's a world of difference so I'm always searching for advances and, and advances from the timing of how to do the procedure to the pace of the procedure to the anesthesia of the procedure to recovery and and, and obviously recovery is so important. So we've got some new great plans to improve your recovery and improve your healing, which we can discuss in our next podcast. So that's pretty much the hair restoration and future hair loss treatments 2.0. We at Young Hair Restoration are always striving for the best outcomes and the best treatments for our patients. So please contact me if you'd like an assessment and to discuss your further management of your hair loss or your future hair restoration procedure. Thank you and goodbye. And thank you for your presence and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Reach out and like and follow us on Instagram and if you would like a consultation with me info at younghair.com.au please subscribe to this podcast to keep up to date we'll see you next week goodbye